This is the Cosplay for Christ podcast. I'm Jess, your host, and I'm here to encourage and strengthen Christians in the cosplay world, to speak truth in love, to embolden fellow believers, to live proudly, showing the love of Jesus Christ in their circles, and practical tips and tricks for my cosplayers out there. All right, come on, let's do this. Well, hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well. It is January. Ooh, it's middle of January. We're speeding right along. I just celebrated my birthday. Whoop, whoop. Y'all get bonus points if you guess how old I am. (laughs) Hint, I've been married 18 and a half years, so that should help give you some range of where I'm at. Thank you all for coming to the podcast. My name is Jess. I am the host of the Cosplay for Christ podcast. And for those of you who are new, or this is the first time listening, just want to say, hey, thanks for finding me. I hope you stay. I am a cosplayer. I'm also a Christian. I'm also a mom. I'm also a wife. I have three daughters, a three, a nine, and a 12-year-old. And I love cosplay, and I love the cosplay community. So we, uh, on this podcast, love to talk about all sorts of things, but mainly Jesus, because that's kind of my jam, and cosplay, because that's also my jam. Today, I was kind of praying. I've been doing... uh, all sorts of things today, honestly. My project list was great. The three-year-old is napping right now, so I have a moment to come down to the basement to record something. And I was flipping through my old journals. I don't know if you guys keep journals, but you should. Journals are great. They're a great way to go back and reflect on stuff you had been going through or stuff that God was speaking to you about or dreams you had or activities, just an actual maybe diary of your emotional state at that time and date. Um, It's just really good to go back. I've kept a journal. Oh my goodness. I have had a journal since I was a little kid. And now when I was a little kid, it was like, dear diary, today I went to school and I played with Meredith on the playground. Had a great day. See you tomorrow, diary. You know, that was my... my my diary entries. I have this little, <laughs> okay, this is so cool. So when I moved to our new house that we're currently in, I actually have a craft room in this house. And the other house was a shared room with office, sewing room, piano room. Like we had kind of a multi-purpose office space that was shared with the whole family. And so a lot of my cosplay stuff had to be put away. And a lot of my personal like stuff that you kind of carry through you have pictures, old albums, trinkets, little souvenirs of your past that you kind of carry on through. Anyway, this house, I've been able to actually, for the first time, I think, gosh, I think ever since I maybe had an apartment before I was married, <laughs> uh, I was able to unpack all my stuff onto shelvings and like display things that I have kept in boxes and bins for years and years and years. And there is this little... Uh, It's about the size, not even the size of my hand, the palm of my hand. It is a little tiny, little pad of paper that had, I don't know, maybe 10 pieces of paper. And it was from my second grade Sunday school teacher. On the front of it, it says, Jesus loves you. And it has a little uh, smiley face. 
and a heart, and it's like a reddish burgundy little plastic cover, and you open it up, and the first entry is like, I was here 1993 or whatever date it was. <laughs> And, and then I write myself a note saying, okay, Jess, every time you, you see this, go ahead and go back and, and, and write something in it. And I was like, okay. So I found this, <laughs> I found this little thing. I can't believe I kept it. Well, I had gone through all 10 pages of this little journal and I would write when I would find it, I took my own advice. I'd go and write what was going on in my life at that time. And it basically progressed all the way through all the boyfriends, all the family stuff was whatever was going on, mainly boys. It, it Let's be real. It was all about boys. <laughs> but the very last entry was my first date with my husband. And I'm like, well, at the end of it, I was like, we'll see where this goes. Well, I married him. <laughs> so I just thought that was such a cool discovery that I had. I was like, that's neat. And it was cool to reflect, to go back and see these memories that I had. And some were not very good memories of some of the boys I dated, but it was cool to see that the very end of it, I knew the end of the story, like it ended well. So like we got married, we love each other. It's great. You know, almost 19 years later, we're still together. And so anyway, that was just a cool thing. That's so that was a little journal. But you know, I kept other journals. And then as I got older, and I started taking notes at church or whatever, like, I just, in my quiet time, I like to journal if I feel like God is showing me something in his word. It's really good to have a journal. I highly recommend it, even if it's just you taking it to church and writing down the sermon notes, because a lot of times you can go back and reflect on it. Some people process things they hear differently. And sometimes it's, if you're the type of person that has to, I have a, my friend, Katie, she'll take the notes of something and she'll in the moment feel like it's a really, it's, there's a lot of stuff and she just fiercely writes down all the notes that she can. And then she'll go back after hearing the things and maybe take a day or two to kind of decompress and kind of process the things that she had written down so she can understand it more fully. So, and then there's people who, and I've done this where I've written down a sermon, I've never gone back and looked at it, but it's there in case it's there. <laughs> so, so all that to say, <laughs> sorry, long-winded way to say I was going through my, one of my journals and I came across this scripture in James 1 and I wrote the scripture out and I wrote a little prayer that came with it. And I'm going to read the scripture and kind of talk about stuff. Um, it says, so James 1.19 says, My dearly loved brothers, understand this. Everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For man's anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. Therefore, ridding yourself of all moral filth and evil, humbly receive the implanted word, which is able to save you. And then verse 22 says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. Because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man looking at his own face in a mirror. For he looks at himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and preserves in it and is not forgetful hearer, but one who does the good works, this person will be blessed in what he does. Okay, so as I was reading this, it kind of jumped out on the page at me because I had just been 
I am in the project of, well, I have four projects going on right now. <laughs> I have my husband's Obi-Wan Kenobi. All, all the fabric is cut out, and, except for one inside panel lining that I need to finish. So that's all cut out. I have my Princess Leia, which the gown is done, and I just got the materials for the belt. So once I finish the belt, that's going to be done. And then I got um, Ahsoka, the uh, Mandalorian Season 2 Ahsoka cosplay I want to make. So I am, I've gathered materials and I've tested dyeing um, some of this fabric I already had. So I'm trying to reuse some of the fabric that I have in my stash so I don't have to spend all the money for the stuff. But my mom had given me this kind of check print, but it's a brown. And if you look at her pants, she has like these, <sighs> they look like hammer pants, like parachute pants. <laughs> Um, but you look at the pattern, there's like a checkered pattern on it. So I was like, oh, I think I could do this. So I did a test batch and dyed some, some swatches of that fabric. And I think it's going to work. So I'm really excited about that. That one, I've only assembled some fabric, but I haven't like really gone into it. And then the last one I'm working on is the armorer. And I'm really excited about that one. I have, I think almost all the materials and I have, uh, patterns that I have gathered also and printed out the patterns. Although the helmet, I think I have to download some program and I'm like, Ugh. okay. Anyway, so I have these projects going on and I had finished one OB one for my neighbor. And I can't tell you how many times I was looking at the instructions because I was following a pattern and then I was following Whitney So's tutorial online. And so I'm kind of got a, a paper pattern tutorial and then I had the video tutorial and I would watch it. I watched the whole thing through because that was my advice. Watch everything through, right? And then go back and do step by step. But I would forget almost immediately what the step was and I had to reread it or rewatch it several times for me to even understand to do the thing that I was trying to do with sewing. And it reminds me of this verse. It's like you go look at the mirror and you're like, okay, Great. And you turn around and you completely forget what you just looked at. The Bible kind of correlates to you looking in the mirror and then turning around forgetting what you look like to people who read the word of God, but don't actually do what the Bible tells them to do. They're not being obedient to the word of God. And it says that for he looks at himself, go away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. The one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom. So if you're looking intently into the Bible, if you're looking intently into the word of God and what God said, what Jesus says in the New Testament, what God shows us through the prophets and the um, the people of the Old Testament, if you look and intently like study it, dwell on it, meditate on that scripture, it says if you intently look into the perfect law of freedom and preserves in it and doesn't forget it, but does the good works, that person is going to be blessed in all he does. And so how can we, how can we do that? You know, what do we do when we're working on these projects? What do you do when you're studying for your exams? Do you just read the thing once and then you're good? No, there's, there's actually like some techniques and things that you can do to help remember and not just memorize, but like understand at a deeper level, the, the concepts that you're trying to learn. I know with just in the Bible, there are ways of learning scripture, you know, getting scripture memorized is a big deal because the scripture will, 
will come more naturally to you. It'll pop up in your head. Um, the Holy Spirit will bring you some understanding of that scripture through you dwelling on it. So um, what do I do? Well, I'll write scripture down. So that's why I have the scripture written down in my journal. I do really good if I repeat things in the form of writing. When I write stuff down, I remember it better. And if I re write it down repeatedly, then I then it does it even better than that. And then that's kind of my surface level. Okay, I read it, I wrote it down. But then to really understand the meaning of the stuff, and we're talking Bible right now, I go and find out, okay, what's the root of this word? What is the what is the deeper meaning? What is the audience? What's the culture going on at this time? Who's the who's the audience that that James is speaking to in this scripture? Who who is who is he referring to? And what are the scriptures above it? What are the scriptures below it? What's the context? So these are all the things that we have to do as we're intently, the Bible says to intently look into the perfect law of freedom, which is the Bible. God's law of freedom is this your salvation. It's accepting Christ as your savior, right? So, so anyway, so that's something that you can do so that you do not turn around and forget what you looked like. It says to do the things that the Bible says. Well, how do you know what the Bible says to do? Well, you got to read it. <laughs> you got to actually read the Bible. And I highly recommend starting in the Gospels because that's, you know, actual Jesus's words, his what he spoke to his disciples and to the followers and to the people, the Pharisees, the people he encountered. He he shows you in his word and how he spoke and acted to the people how we are supposed to be. So that's a great first step if you're starting up from zero. And then just go from there. Go and go deeper. Uh, learn some cultural context. Learn what was going on historically around the world at that time. And it'll give you a really cool insight and deep meaning to a lot of the scriptures that you read. Also, there's a really cool podcast. It's called Biblical Archaeology. And uh, I forget, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. I listen to it. It's like five minutes. He does a daily podcast and he just reads the book and supports the Bible. It shows that the Bible was true and it shows you things in the Bible that they have dug up and have proven. So it's a, it's a cool podcast. So just like when you are studying and trying to learn a topic or a craft, you almost kind of become an expert in it or you, you, you have to collect a lot of information in order to do the thing, right? Or to, to write the paper or to sew the costume or work on the foam, <laughs> you know, you, you research, you look into it. And if you start approaching the Bible in that sense that it's, there's stuff to be discovered and things to learn in it, it, it really makes things so much more joyful. I find it just brings a deeper, richer meaning to the things I read in the Bible. So that's it. I'm just going to part with a prayer for y'all and I'm excited for the future y'all. And I'm excited that God is doing new things even today, and he still speaks to us through his word. So, Lord, let us not be just hearers of the word, but doers of your word. Let us be examples of Christ by knowing your word and living it out. 
Let us study your words so that we can know what we're to do and how to act so that we will recognize when something does not sound or act like you, when there's false doctrine or false ways being said, Lord, help us to stand firm for your truth and recognize when it's, there's truth and when there's not. And not just stand, but Lord, help us to speak and act truth with love. Give us your love, God. That way people will see and receive the truth of you just by observing how we are acting and through our actions and through our interactions with them. Lord, give us your words. Speak to us through your Holy Spirit, through your word, and give us what we need to do the things and help us not to forget your word. Let it dwell in us richly and become alive in us. We love you, God. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, I'm so excited for stuff coming down the pike. If you're following me on Instagram, you can see all the progress of my crazy projects that I'm doing. I'm doing it. Oh, you know what? I totally have another project I forgot about. Roz from Monsters, Inc. Y'all, I started her, I think, in 2017 <laughs> or 2018. I'm nuts. I have to, oh, it's a whole thing. But I bought fabric for the the costume. So I am making more steps in that. That That's going to be a tough one, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to research even more. I'm going to, I think I'm going to try to do some kind of hoop skirt type thing to make my body look like a giant slug. So that's my thought process. Anyway, I'm going to have to really think about it and study some more techniques from other people that are way smarter about that stuff than I am. So anyway, that's all part of it, right? That's part of the, that's part of the fun. Y'all take care. Be blessed, know who you are in Christ, and take ground for the kingdom. Talk to you next time, guys. Bye.